Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Joining me right now to talk a little week one college football. He is the longtime publisher of collegefootballnews.com. Pete Futak joining me on CBS Sports Radio. Pete, appreciate you making time in advance of this game that's going to be kicked off here pretty soon tonight. What's your biggest takeaway from yesterday's action? First of all, let me ask you. I know you're national, but as a local Houston guy, if Houston beats Oklahoma tonight, what gets the biggest headline, Verlander or Houston beating Oklahoma? Clowney getting traded and Laramie Tunsil coming to Houston. <laughs> with the gas mask with him, too? That's the right. Guy. That's right. That, yeah, that's it. Yeah, not, hey. Neither. Yeah, yes. biggest, biggest, takeaway, biggest takeaway from yesterday overall was just the, the top teams are still great. And while the, the crazy meltdowns really sort of took the headlines with Florida State uh, having a big problem, obviously Tennessee comes front and center because it's Tennessee losing to Georgia State. And, of course, the, uh, the Pac-12 being now irrelevant for another year after Oregon loses. The big boys are still amazing. Alabama's awesome. Clemson's awesome. Georgia, Ohio State. We'll see what Oklahoma does tonight. But when we talk about the bigger overall picture of college football, this isn't like college basketball where you can have a Cinderella team get into the tournament, get hot for a couple of weeks, and, oh, maybe we have you know 85 Villanova or something crazy like that. You can't do that in college football. So you, can, you maybe can get into the college football playoff. You can't get there and then beat Alabama and then beat Clemson along the way. So there's only like five or six teams that are realistically in the national championship hunt. And so far, they were all awesome. And let's see what Oklahoma does tonight. Yeah, we'll see what Oklahoma does tonight. The biggest game of the weekend, Pete, was uh, you know the only one with two ranked teams in it, at least, um, was was Auburn and Oregon, which was a sloppy game, but a fun game to watch because of the the drama involved and the the storylines and everything else. How bad a loss was that for the Pac-12? Devastating. I mean, because now what do you do? I mean, not, not only it, and forget that for a second. Look last what happened yesterday. KJ Costello, who is, I thought was going to rise up and be a potential uh, first roundish caliber uh, quarterback, NFL quarterback, and he still can. He gets knocked out against Northwestern. JT Daniels of USC, he gets knocked out with a knee injury. All of a sudden, you've got two marquee quarterbacks go down. UCLA stinks it up. Arizona stinks it up in week zero. You know, so yes, there's some. You know, Utah looks great, and there are some nice other wins here and there. But when your superstar program that's supposed to have all the talent, you've got the guy who should be uh, the, NF, uh, the New York Giants starting quarterback right now going against a true freshman, and you're going against an uh, Auburn team that's good, but it's maybe the sixth to eighth best team maybe in the SEC this year, and that's supposed to be your stud team, and it loses. Yeah, thanks for playing Pac-12. It's, you know, let's see what Utah can do, let's see what Washington can do. But that almost is a death blow to the college football playoff because – uh, the Pac-12 is so strong up top. I think these top teams are going to pick each other off. Pete Futak, collegefootballnews.com, joining me on CBS Sports Radio. You know, it's funny, Pete, the way you, you kind of frame that, talking about JT Daniels. I, I was watching that game last night against Fresno State, and I'm thinking, oh, my God, the, the seat. 
I know they won the game, but it was probably a little more competitive than it needed to be. Ooh. Even when Daniels was in, even when Daniels was in the game, Fresno State was hanging in there. So it's almost like the hot seat coach list is is in just as sharp a focus one week in as maybe the college football playoff list is with Clay Helton losing his quarterback, Willie Taggart losing to Boise State, and Jeremy Pruitt already in year two. You can't be losing to Georgia State at home. In the, in the season opener, I, I mean, I, am I missing any names here? Or are those the easy top three right now? Oh, you're you're missing Will Muschamp and his eighteen million dollar buyout yeah. clause. That's going to make it hard <laughs> for him. He's number one. I mean, yeah. that's an that was an inexcusable loss. South Carolina's really good. They have a ton of talent. They got a bunch of fringe NFL guys. They had a four year start again. Another game where you have a veteran starter. You had a four-year starting quarterback in Jake Pentley making the true freshman-level pass late in the game. And Sam Howell, the true freshman for North Carolina, who's good but not a great team, uh, beating a South Carolina team that should have won that easily. The problem with that game is South Carolina played not to lose right up until they lost. They just did not push it at all. And it was just a maddening game to watch because South Carolina really is good. And now if you look at what they got ahead of them, they still got to deal with Georgia. They still got to play Alabama. They still got to play Clemson. They're going to really have to fight just to get to five wins, much less bowl eligibility. And yesterday's was a clunker. Muschamp is, is number one on all hot seats, except, again, who's going to spend all that money to buy them out? That is a tough, tough check to write if you're South Carolina. What about Taggart, who I think this offseason, it, it almost felt like there were a lot of people – um, giving him a mulligan for the first year. You know, some articles that came out blaming Jimbo Fisher for the state of the program that Taggart inherited, which I guess is in some ways true. I mean, they were Fisher's players that he was playing with, but still some of the most talented players in the country. What a terrible, terrible look to uh, in a game that got moved early in the day, which should favor Florida State, got moved to Tallahassee, which should favor Florida State, and an 18-point lead or whatever it was in the game, which means you got to close the deal. How hot is his seat? I don't think he's going to be fired. My thing about Willie Taggart, and I'm kind of being an apologist here, I took the positive out of this game only because Florida State's not going to win the national championship. And if you're Florida State and you're one of those programs that two years ago at just about this time when they came into the season opening up against Alabama, that was a team that was as talented as anybody in the country, and you thought that that might be where things were about to turn. Obviously, they went the other way. Uh, so this is still a, a program that's got national championship expectations on a regular basis, and that wasn't going to happen this year. Maybe they could beat a big team or two along the way and go bowling, okay, for a step forward. And that's what I saw in the first half. That was the Florida State that we kind of were waiting to see all of last year and never showed up, where you saw the speed. You saw the athleticism. You saw them flying around. You saw the playmakers that just never seemed to show up throughout last year. Okay, they melted down. And that was the other kind of week one theme that I think people kind of forget about. These games are so long. after It's a four-hour game. So if you get out to a hot early start, if you don't put a team completely away, you're going to have that other team that has the ability to come back. You're going to let down. That's exactly what happened for Oregon. It's exactly what happened for Florida State. And you can just have some of these games where they just sort of lose it. And that was yesterday. I kind of took away that, yeah, that first half Florida State team, that looked like the team that could really be the second-best team in the ACC. I think think yesterday was sort of an aberration defensively in terms of the meltdown. I think they bounced back. Pete Futak, collegefootballnews.com. All right, I want to ask you about some specific games, and we'll start with tonight. 
Oklahoma hosting the University of Houston. Obviously, the last time these two teams met was in a, a week one game at a stadium I can see out the window from where I am right now. Tom Tom Herman getting a nice signature win for the program back in 2016. It's Dana Holgerson. Now, we're two coaches removed now from, from Tom Herman. Dana Holgerson going up there tonight. What kind of chance do you give the Cougs, and how intrigued are you by watching Jalen Hurts play in this Lincoln-Riley offense? I can't wait. This is, I, I will be really disappointed, and this isn't the most fun game of the weekend. I don't think Houston wins it, but I, I don't see how either defense comes up with a stop. I mean, these two <laughs> offenses are going to be amazing. Houston's defense is non-existent. Uh, Oklahoma's defense is going to be better. It's not going to be the worst defense statistically in America again, but it's certainly not going to be Alabama all of a sudden. Uh, Hurts is going to be great. Derek King's going to be great. There's so much talent on this field offensively. I, I've said for the last two weeks that whatever you want to put the over or the over under at, just take the take the point total at, take the over. Just have fun with it tonight because it's going to be 24-20 at the end of the first quarter. It's going to be a wild and crazy shootout. I think Houston plays well. I think they keep this relatively close, uh, but Oklahoma wins in the end just because it's just going to have way too much firepower. But again, I'm I'm hoping that it's just going to be a whole lot of fun tonight. That's a game where you take the over or you just stay away. If you take the under in a game like this, you're not somebody I want to hang out with. That's my exactly. take. You're, you're, you're dead on right. It was the, the Hawaii-Arizona thing from a couple weeks ago where if you really analyzed it and looked at it, you say, yes, of course the under is the play. But what fun? who wants to stay up till 3 in the morning and then not have the over on that game? So, of course, you take the over because it's more fun. Uh, and, of course, it went over. So, same thing tonight. Just take it, put, you know, have fun with it, and enjoy the shootout. Quick hits on two games next week, two huge games next week, both uh, both impacting teams here in the state of Texas. Texas A&M and Clemson, what are your thoughts on that matchup? I have paid it for eight months. I have said this is going to be the Texas A&M upset. I can't duck it now. Clemson looks amazing. They, they're, they're, those lines are so good. They just rebuilt, you know, hurry, obviously, the skill talents there. Clemson's awesome. But I cannot go against the pick that I've made for eight months, even against all logic and reason. At the very least, Texas A&M, I think, is going to put up a good fight. And I guess the only one you're going to talk about is Texas LSU. Yes. LSU, LSU has that's another team that we're not talking about quite yet in the national championship mix. But you want to talk about who can come up with the ability to beat a Clemson or beat an Alabama. Who's got the guys? Who's got the NFL talent? And certainly LSU's got that. One more before I let you go, and I'm talking to Pete Futak, collegefootballnews.com. Tomorrow night, Notre Dame playing the rare Monday game uh, against Louisville in Louisville. First game of the Coach Satterfield era in, in Louisville. What are your thoughts on Notre Dame coming off of that just debacle of a playoff game at the end of last season? It's, they're not going to be as good. They lose six really key parts to their puzzle of last year. Some of the really uh, big time core guys from that team. They're still going to be good, they're st- but they're going to be more like 10 and 2 ish, 9 and 3 ish good, not 12 and 0 good. Plus, it doesn't uh, help them that their schedule is actually a little tougher this year. USC, even with the injuries, not as bad. Some of those, Stanford's going to be a whole lot better. So the schedule is just a little bit tougher. Louisville's going to be a fun call. I think last year was just sort of an aberration where the, the team just didn't have it over the second half of the season. I, I've been told by Louisville-type people who are close to the program that now nah, this team's awful. I, I want to see it. I think they, they kind of have just enough skill talent to make this interesting, but they're going to just be blasted on by this Notre Dame offensive line. So it'll be tough for a while, and then Notre Dame will break away late. It's Pete Futak, collegefootballnews.com. Does a tremendous job uh, covering college football. Pete, really appreciate it. Enjoy the game tonight. Keep up the great work, my friend. Absolutely. Anytime. Have a great one. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.